Las Vegas, famous, fabulous playground of the West. A wide open town that never goes to sleep. Vegas, Vegas, baby, Vegas! You're either in or you're out, right now. My best mates are going to Las Vegas this weekend. I'm told it's incredible. Las Vegas, here we go! Pack your bags and get ready for a different kind of Vegas experience with someone who knows Vegas inside and out. You're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. Welcome to Vegas Never Sleeps, an audio postcard from the fabulous Las Vegas Strip. I'm Stephen Mangi. Las Vegas is now considered a sports town. Thanks to the Vegas Golden Knights, the Raiders, and the Aces, Vegas is considered a major league city. But truth be told, Vegas and sports have always gone together. Think of Jerry Tarkanian's running Rebels, world championship boxing matches, and incredible golf. With that in mind, we're also fortunate to be the home of one of the best sports authors in America. His name is Rob Mish, and you will meet him in just a moment. Our regulars are here as well. Scott Robin of VitalVegas.com talks about paid parking, a relatively new thing in Vegas that drives people crazy. Even folks that drop a bundle seem to get more upset about paying to park their car. Gady Madrano of Flipping Vegas is back with Luxury Living Vegas Style. Today, Gady looks at what it takes to make it in the world of 21st century real estate. The Wizard of Odds, also known as Michael Shackelford, is here. This week, Michael discusses the most popular sports bet in town, betting on football. Finally, on our Good Life segment, sommelier Matt Leos talks about all the changes, especially regarding food, that are being made at the Sahara. Let's go to Vegas, baby. Let's go tonight. Well, as you know, Vegas is now famous for sports. We got a great hockey team, an NFL team coming out here, and there's just it's always been a boxing haven, and we got one of the best sports writers in the country. He's got some great books. Thrilled to have him on again. His name is Rob Mish. Among his books are Phenom, The Making of Bryce Harper, which is a local boy here in town, uh, who really is fa- fa- fantastic. One of the most important books in sports, in my opinion, ever written, 11th Heaven, about Ed O'Bannon, and we're going to talk about that, and of Cowards and True Men, interesting story from the world of boxing. And he's got one coming out, and we'll have him on again to really get into it, but we'll just kind of touch with him. That's called Sports Betting and Winners. Rob, talk before we even get started, these books are all fantastic. I, I recommend people to go on Amazon, buy them all. There's a process to this, right? Because I, I know some sports writers have a tendency, they're daily columnists or some, and they just kind of take all their old paper things right. and put, kind of put them together. Yours have a different feel to them, almost like a novel. It's nonfiction. <laughs> but first of all, first and foremost, if and when I ever need an agent, <laughs> I'm going to replace them with you. That was a great introduction. Thank you, sir. Uh, very honored. Uh, it is a whole different deal doing a book. It... Um, it it takes your heart and soul, and hopefully you reflect that in the pages. And it's hard work, right? I mean, it's it's it's, it's big. There's a reason, and I'm not saying this to be funny. There's a reason that I'm single. There's a reason I've never been married, no kids, none of that, because this takes every waking moment, and and it's been that way for me since I got out of San Diego State, almost a little more than 30 years ago. The writing is first and foremost, and to convey. What you see, what you smell, what you're feeling, yeah. There's there's a definite art to that. Hopefully, yeah. that's what is conveyed. Um, you mentioned the uh, uh, Kenny Adams story of cowards and true men. He, he's just a fantastic veteran 
boxing trainer who is so under the radar. When you mix what he has achieved as an amateur coach um, with what he has done as a professional coach, he has tutored 26 world champions in the professional ranks. In the amateur ranks, he took Fort Bragg in Texas and turned it into a nothing boxing entity into the premier boxing camp of all military personnel, every level. And, and he made it just a, I, I think they won eight of 10 um, armed forces championships. What he, so what he has done is in, in the amateur and pro ranks isn't equaled. It's, there's no parallel. You know, and so yeah. to, to come across him the way I did and to be able to tell his story, it's just a crude, vulgar, raw world. To see that up close every day was something else. To put it on the pages, hopefully it came across as Well, and that's what you do. True. These are these great biographies and stories of these people where these are inc- all three of the people, really, that you talk about are incredible men. Yeah. And I, I found out about you actually from our buddy Steve Carp, who I went to college with. Wow. And he goes, you want to read a book, Steve? Read that, you know. Just read that. His stuff is good. And I, you know, I started with the Bryce Harper thing, yeah. but all three books really. These are incredible people, and it sounds like you, you really, as part of this, really get to know them and understand them. And these are, they're not just nameless, faceless athletes. These are really great human beings. Yeah, I'm fortunate in that respect. You know, obviously, you want to, if you're going to turn your life over to something so long term, it better be worth it. So, hopefully. I know them pretty well. I have an idea of what, what I'm getting into. But you never know. You never know what's around the corner. And that's the beauty of, of why I enjoy what yeah. I'm doing. You don't ever, ever know what's around the corner. And when, once you think you do, you've lost it. So you've got to keep your eyes and ears open and keep that schnoz open. Because yeah. there's some different stuff coming and be ready for it. Well, the Kenny Adams book was great to me because I always knew that boxing is you know, kind of a seedy world. Yeah. But, you, you know, you read this and you realize you could almost feel the sweat off these dirty walls and these people. It's really like their last chance for any kind of respectability. And then a guy like that that can turn all these people into champions is just incredible. The desperation is incredible. You and I both know you referred to it. We've always known about boxing. We've always known it's seedy. It's tough. It's brutal. We've always known that. But for me to see it on a day-to-day basis in sparring, what they do to get themselves prepared for that, to let's face it, to be warriors, well, there's so much you don't see behind the, the curtains. Yeah. And to be able to see that was off the charts. Uh, to see, he, he did something he never has done, and he probably never will again. He took a female under his wings. Wow. I won't name her, but she's in the book, and she's just a crude figure, just like up from the sewer. And, and to see her every day, she had this goal. She wanted to get in the Olympics, uh, but you knew it wasn't going to happen. You just knew it. You knew she, she didn't have the attention. She didn't have the concentration. She didn't have the passion. She was all bark, all talk. That's what Kenny doesn't like to deal with. What I saw her do one day in the ring during sparring, she was going against this 16-year-old Hispanic kid. And he was tough. He's not going to let this woman beat her. At one point, she moved in close and bit him in the chest. Oh. And you could see, 
you could see the teeth marks in his yeah. chest. It was almost to where blood was coming through. I remember her giggling, going back to her corner, and they were tending to him, not knowing what to do. The yeah. owner of the ring should have booted her out permanently, but then he acquiesced. She's a woman. Let's let her Let's give her one more chance. She had so many last chances. Anyway, she goes back to the ring, and I think Kenny made some kind of smart aleck remark. How'd that taste? And she goes, well, like ketchup. Oh. I mean, I mean, wow. a new thing every day and just between the eyes, and it was just wow. You'll hear more from Rob Mish, prolific sports author, in just a moment. Time now once again for your Vegas insider, Scott Robin of VitalVegas.com. We've been talking to Scott for the last several weeks about issues in Vegas with guest relations. Vegas is still a great value, but there is something that drives everyone, from the occasional visitor to the all-important whale, crazy. People don't seem to have an issue with dropping four or $500 at a great dinner or, or, or even you know losing money. I don't hear people getting upset about losing money. I really hear them getting upset that they had to pay to park. It's so true. And it's so, it is absolutely ridiculous when you think about it that way because I have heard from whales. These are people who are dropping hundreds of thousands of dollars. And when they hear that they have to pay for parking, they lose their minds. It's a $40 charge, and they've dropped a hundred grand. And it's something that just strikes at the heart of uh, maybe not even, it really is Vegas specific because everywhere you pay for parking, but there's something about the indignity the insult that is suffered when you have to pay for parking in Vegas that it just makes people go crazy and I hear about it every day it's not just a sliver of the population it's hundreds of people I hear about it day after day and I have to keep reminding them did you have a good time yes you paid $18 for your drink was that the best drink you've ever had quite often they say yes I'm like, yes, you paid $1,500 $1, for a table in a nightclub. Did you have the time of your life? Yes. Did you get lucky? Yes. Well, then that's what you were paying for, the experience. I can't guarantee you're going to get lucky in a nightclub, by the way. Pretty much, though. You drop my name, you're going to get lucky. I think there's a lot of people that might question that, Scott. Scott will be back again next week. Remember to check out VitalVegas.com every day. When it comes to Vegas, nobody does it better than Scott Robin. In fact, follow Vital Vegas on social media. They're everywhere. You'll hear more from Rob Mish, prolific sports author, in just a moment. You're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Mangy, coast to coast on the BizTalk Radio Network. The Orleans Hotel and Casino. Over 1,800 rooms, 70 lanes of bowling, an 18-screen movie theater, 8,000-seat arena, fabulous dining, virtual reality, a giant race and sports book, and the biggest stars are in the Orleans showroom. The Orleans Hotel and Casino, where the action is hot and the parking is free. The Orleans Hotel and Casino, two blocks west of the Strip, and just minutes from the airport. Book online and save at orleanscasino.com. This is How You Vegas. 
When you go to Las Vegas, you have to know what you're going to go see, and there's no better place on the web to go than VitalVegas.com. You hear Scott Robin, our Vegas insider, every week. What are people going to find when they go to your site, Scott? Everything you need to know about Las Vegas, from shows and restaurants and a lot of inside dirt that you won't hear anywhere else. And a lot of photos, too, and a lot of snark, right? That is the case. <laughs> yes. You can't miss it. VitalVegas.com. Holy gentle giants, dog food, Batman. I'm Burt Ward, Robin from the Batman TV series. I was the caped crusader, and now I'm the canine crusader. After rescuing and feeding 15,500 dogs for 23 years, my wife and I created a natural, low-fat, heart-healthy, made-in-America dog food and special feeding and care program designed to help all dogs live amazingly longer, healthier, happier lives. Our dogs are living as long as 27 healthy, active years. Yours can too. That's twice their normal lifespan and triple for some breeds. Would you like your dog to live as long as 27 years and still be active and healthy? Gentle Giants Dog Food is complete nutrition for all dogs and puppies, all ages and sizes, and is different from other dog foods without the greasy coating and high fat content that can shorten your dog's life. Try our Gentle Giants life-enhancing dog food for the longer, healthier, happier life of your dog. And now. Another film rental discovery. Welcome to the Andy Film Minute. We, of course, think of Calvary or Golgotha as the hill outside Jerusalem upon which Jesus was crucified. John Michael McDonough's film Calvary is about another sort of crucifixion. This intimate and suspenseful drama is the second in a planned trilogy of Irish films by extraordinary playwright and filmmaker Martin McDonough, John Michael's brother, the first being the well-received The Guard. Calvary tells the story of a Catholic priest in a village near Sligo on the remote northwest coast of Ireland. In a brilliant performance by Brendan Gleeson, Father James is warned in the confessional that he will be murdered by a deranged victim of childhood abuse, a parishioner, precisely because he is a good priest, genuinely innocent of all crimes. He is given exactly one week to sort out his affairs. During that week, his priestly duties have him communing with all sorts of suspects, and we are left to sort out not who done it, but who will do it. Calvary plays out much like a comprehensive essay on the collapse of Catholicism and Western civilization as a whole, a veritable panoply of widespread modern corruption and bitterness. But in doing so, it generates a suspenseful intensity far more genuine than the usual fare. Calvary. Not in theaters. Discovery through rental. Hey, Kevin, thinking about saving for retirement? Yeah, but how do I start? It's easy with Avvo, a retirement coach. Let's learn the Avvo bet. A is for taking action. Not anxiety? No, Kevin, you're going to be fine. You sing? Barely. V is for variety. Huh, change up my strategy. Okay. O is for optimize your savings. Let Avvo lead the way. Visit aceyourretirement.org today. A message from AARP and the Ad Council. Now, let's return to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. You are listening to Rob Mish, author of the just-released Sports Betting for Winners. 
people have seen Raging Bull, and yeah. I think that book takes it to another level because it was about Jake LaMotta. Right. Well, Jake LaMotta was a big boxing star, and his life was tough. So these are people that you never heard of. Right. And that's why what he does – Kenny Adams is great that you wrote the book because people don't know who he is. Right. Yeah. Well, people in the business do, but, I mean, outside of that, people really don't know this guy. You know, I was very honored for to, to be given that right. Yeah, and then he was he – was, I mean, there was no, no – uh, there was what am I looking for? Um, we were working without a net. He was a complete open book. Didn't care what he said. He was himself, and he didn't care how I quoted him because I quoted him as he talks. Uh, I wouldn't let my mom read the book. She's my biggest fan, and <laughs> she loves what I do, as of course any mother would. But once I was about to come out with this one, I said, "You know, this is one that you're not going to read. This is not. This is not for uh, Girl Scouts, choir boys, right. uh, or nuns." No, no, no. This is every page is no holds back. What's interesting about all three of these books is I talked to Pat Williams, who was the general manager of the Orlando Magic for a while, and he's an inspirational speaker and yeah. stuff. And he talks about these three people. There are you can really learn about leadership if you read those three books. You can learn about leadership and kind of a pride. Yeah, and all three of them are different, but there's you can see those things run through. Did you do that as you're talking to them? You kind of see like these are special folks. Pretty much, you can you can see that, and that's what you want to convey. That you know, and and you want to show. You don't want to tell, right? You know, right. I, I don't I don't really care what you say. Words are so cheap. It's what you do. It's how you act when no one's looking. That's well, talk what about matters. Bryce Harper for a second, because you'd followed him and gone through. And when we talked last, he was still a member of the Washington team. Yeah. Were you surprised at what Philadelphia did for him? I mean. I, I wasn't after reading the book because I'm thinking, yeah, this is the type of guy that it's worth the kind of turning over the, the books to in a way because may, he's one of the few people that maybe are worth it's worth putting up your you know seasons for the next 15, 20 years, whatever. Very odd contract. 13 years yeah. of, I don't want to say servitude because when you're talking about hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah, it's not servitude. There's, yeah. there's nothing that, that doesn't come into play a lot. But he's he's, you know, there's no trade contact. The contract, yeah. you know, I mean, they are married for 13 years. There's no out. There are no outs on on either party. It's such a weird deal. It's it's really different. You just don't see that nowadays, right? And and now on one hand, that deal is what he has been striving for for 10 plus years. Mm-hmm. It's it's why he was a monster in little league. It's why his dad, tough steel worker on the strip, he'd get home 2 p.m. and work him out every day. I mean, this is what that family was yeah. aiming for to hit the lot. Lottery at that year when he was an unrestricted free agent. I thought the Nationals did the dumbest thing when, when he was tradable with a year to go. There's no way they're going to pony up for him. There's just no way. You need to trade him. You need to get something for him. Right. And they never did. They were always under the, the understanding that they, they thought they could resign him. And I just thought, no way, no way. That guy, he's going for big bucks. What I don't understand is, and we're getting into some nitty-gritty here that I hope doesn't bore people, he stopped betting on himself. Now, by that I mean, hey, $330 million, good for you. You and your next generations are set. Right. You know? So I look like a fool no matter what I say here. But he stopped betting on himself because if the Dodgers and the Giants were after him, like they were rumored to be, we were looking at probably uh, what four years, one hundred and sixty million, 
roughly yeah. those teams were in the market for him. So I thought he was going to do, say, the Dodgers or the Giants, be more West Coast, friends and family could see him so easily. Uh, he could dodge the mosquitoes in the, in the east and the yeah. crappy weather and be more close to home and just more of a homey environment. Um, and, and I thought by betting on himself, he could take a four-year deal with either of those teams. Let's say it was $150 million. Uh, and then if at the end of that four years both parties are happy with each other, let's extend that for another four years at the same terms. Yeah. Let's just say that that's within the realm of possibility and, and, and likely. That's, that's possible that that could have happened. Well, you're looking at the end of eight years, he will have made almost what he's made in 13 years with his Phillies deal. You're looking at, at four-plus years of gravy at the end of that. If we're talking about that 13-year you know, uh, time span. Now, you've dedicated your life to sports, though, Rob. From the fans' perspective, I, Oakland A's fan, I watch guys come and go all the time. You, yeah. you just get to like them, and then boom, they're going to some other place. I'm thinking for the Phillies, if you're a Phillies fan, you know he's going to be around there. That kind of commitment he made to the team doesn't – outside of guys like Tony Gwynn and, you know – Kirby out, Kirby Puckett out in Minnesota. And my you guy Robin Yount with the Brewers. Robin Yount, yeah. One team for 20 years, yeah. You know, so, I mean, he did the, he did the game a good service in that regard. I mean, he yes. wins no matter which way you look at it. Well, in, in, in a sense, uh, unless you want to factor in that Philly equation, there's, there's some toughness there. Yeah. You know, when you boo Santa, yeah, right. <laughs> you're in a whole different realm. And so that's what he was walking into. I'm not so sure... He understood that. Maybe he did. He's a bright guy. He, he's one of the brightest young kids I have ever come across. I've said this before. As far as uh, young kids, I mean, let's talk about people under 18. So people that I would have dealt with in high school. He is in a class with only one other person I've come across in my life, and that's Baron Davis. More with Rob Mish, author of Sports Betting for Winners, a book that delves deep into the history of betting on sports in Las Vegas in just a moment. Time now for Luxury Living, Vegas style. Katie Medrano of Flipping Vegas is here with a look at what it takes to make it in the world of real estate today. So if somebody wants to uh, get a real estate license now, what kind of things are you looking for? Because it's not for everybody. I mean, people sit there and see what you do. They go, oh, she's making all this money. It's a lot more work and it takes a lot more time than what they think. So is that something, before they decide they want to jump into this, what sort of things should they check off their list? Well, it's not for everybody, and it's one of those things that it is easy to, or in my opinion, it is rather easy to get a license. However, the percentage of people that are active, working, successful agents, that their license drops after the first two years, that number, that percentage is... I believe last time I checked is over half. So that's, that should tell you the level of difficulty with, in terms of being able to get your license and being able to maintain a successful business. So keep that in mind because maintaining a successful real estate business is not, <laughs> is not it, don't think because you can get your license easily that that, that, that that correlates into a successful real estate business. It doesn't. So a lot of people just aren't successful um, and it drops in the in the first two years so those numbers are, are still accurate and they've never really changed but what I would tell you is make sure your 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 motivation is is in line make sure you you talk to mentors make sure you have support and this is don't take it lightly some people see it as it's just a transactional type of situation but 
A home is about for what is it, 78% of Americans, it's the biggest purchase they're ever going to make, ever. So you have to treat it as such and treating it casually will one, potentially get you in trouble, <laughs> you know, and two, if you treat it casually, you just won't ever have a successful business. You can reach Gady at GadyRealEstate.com, spelled G-A-D-Y. You'll hear more from Rob Mish, prolific sports author, in just a moment. You are listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi nationwide on the BizTalk Radio Network. This is Justin Shando, the 2010 Ultimate Elvis Tribute Artist. You're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. Hey, Bugsy, you hear the news about Vinny? Yeah, it's a real shame he owed money to the IRS and they finally cut up with him. Just like Al Capone. If the IRS can get to Capone, imagine what they can do to little old Vinny, huh? Poor cat, he was on top of the world, and bada-boom, bada-bing. What Vinny needs now is an offer he can't refuse. Hey, you got a tax problem? Does the IRS claim you owe them a bunch of dough? They can get you too. So call the tax relief line now and learn if you qualify to negotiate your $10,000 plus IRS tax debt for up to a 75% savings. Don't be like Al or Vinny and get busted. Make this free call now. Learn how you may be able to pay the IRS less. Call now. 866-657-8517. 866-657-8517. That's 866-657-8517. Looking for high-speed internet where you live but are out of reach of cable and fiber options? Look no further. High-speed internet is now available in your area as your local authorized HughesNet retailer, Whole Home Connect, makes it easy to get the high-speed internet you need with blazing fast speeds. Unlimited data with no hard data limits, with built-in Wi-Fi for as little as $2 a day. Act now and for a limited time, get free standard installation and free equipment. With HughesNet from Whole Home Connect, you'll enjoy internet service that lets you do more of everything you want to do online, like shopping, surfing, and staying in touch. Call Whole Home Connect and see for yourself why HughesNet is America's number one choice for satellite internet. 800-832-1508. 800-832-1508. 800-832-1508. That's 800-832-1508. 180 over 111, and I had a stroke. When I woke up, I couldn't speak or walk. 145 over 92, and then I had a heart attack. 182 over 100, and I had a heart attack and a cardiac arrest, and then a stroke. Everything changed. It felt like my life was over. This is what high blood pressure sounds like. You might not feel its symptoms, but the results from a heart attack or stroke are far from invisible or silent. 150 over 90, and I had a stroke. If I would have followed a treatment plan, I would not be in this situation. 180 over 110, and I had a stroke. And I'm 33, so I never see this coming. If you've come off your treatment plan, get back on it. Or talk with your doctor to create an exercise, diet, and medication plan that works for you. Go to loweryourhbp.org. I had to tell everything's changed. I had to tell. Brought to you by the American Heart Association, American Medical Association, and the Ad Council. Times are changing. The circus of politics, healthcare's low standards and high prices, and let's not forget food quality. What to do? Arm yourself with Life Change Tea at GetTheTea.com. 
In a world of chemical imbalance and poor air and water quality, it's time you make a move. Log on to GetTheTea.com and stock up on organic non-GMO supplements. Don't forget the tea. GetTheTea.com. Cleansing your body never felt so good. And we have a brand new tea called Takedown Tea, which helps support healthy glucose. All natural body support so you can be at your best naturally. All you have to do is log on to GetTheTea.com. That's GetTheTea.com. We're not a fad that comes and goes. We are the real deal. Join us and armor up. GetTheTea.com. That's GetTheTea.com. Changing America's health one teabag at a time. Angstrom Minerals represent a quantum leap in nutrition. Liquid minerals offer a more concentrated and quicker boost because they integrate into the body faster. Unlike that handful of pills you take every day, Angstrom Minerals bypass digestion and go directly to the cells. Try Angstrom Minerals for your body, your health, and your life. Register online and use your account to save 5% off your retail order every time you shop. Some restrictions apply. Please visit ElementalResearchInc.com. Ladies and gentlemen, we have arrived in Philadelphia. Local time is 3.05 p.m. and the temperature is 67 degrees. At this time, you are now free to use your cellular devices. You know that feeling when you get to turn your phone on after the plane lands? You can have that feeling every time you drive. Make sure your cell phone is stowed away whenever you are behind the wheel. Visit StopTextStopRex.org, a message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. You're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. Today's show is brought to you in part by the Orleans Hotel and Casino, the best deal in Vegas. Great rooms and dining available at an incredible price. Call for reservations or make them online at orleanscasino.com. You are listening to Rob Mish, author of Sports Betting for Winners, a new book that explores the history of sports betting in Vegas. In my early days, I covered football, baseball, basketball, and so forth. And I always thought the baseball players, you would think they were, of all the group, at least from an interview standpoint, they were kind of playing and going minor league baseball from the start, and they weren't as polished as the football and basketball guys right. were because at least they were at a college. But this broke that whole mold because this guy was so sharp and so forth, and I, if he wasn't going to do it in baseball, he probably could have done it in another sport, maybe broke, not to the same level. Broke a lot of molds, yeah. I remember the coach obtained a test from one of his classes. I don't know what the class was. I don't know what the test was, but the professor made an issue and wanted to bring this into the coach and show him as like, hey, you know, what am I dealing with here? I think it might have been composition. That was the class he didn't do well in. Flip the test over. He was practicing his autograph on the back. The back of the test had about 50 or 60 of his autographs. He was just getting in practice. Okay, so we talked about Bryce Harper. We talked about Kenny Adams, but it's the, I think it was the middle book, actually, the Ed O'Bannon book, which, tell us a little, Ed O'Bannon might be one of the most important players when you think of the history of the NC2A and college basketball. And apparently, what you say is, Ed O'Bannon was probably was lucky that he's the one guy that could do this, could try to fight some of this stuff, because he was a smart guy and Very got much. the worst of it. Kind of give us an overview of what he went through. Boy, what a backbone in that guy. Um, whatever, However the NCAA changes, and that's a slow crawl, however in 20 years 
it is benefiting athletes. It can all be traced to Ed O'Bannon and the court case he was involved with for seven-plus years. Uh, nobody wanted to be the face of that court case, and he stepped up, and he became the face of that lawsuit, yeah. which is ultimately they want reciprocation for uh, all that they do, for right. their representation, for their likeness, for, you know, it's, it's a... That NCAA basketball tournament is the cash cow for the NCAA. I think they make 80 to 90% of their operating revenue from that one single basketball tournament for three weeks. And it's just a matter of them getting their fair share of the pie. Whether you agree with it or don't agree with it, it's what he stood up for. And, I mean, I saw that. I told you before we went on air that uh, I was fortunate to get the, the UCLA job covering football and basketball for the Pasadena Star News in August 1990. And my very first story for the newspaper was this kid, Ed O'Bannon, from Lakewood Artesia High School right there in Southern California. Tarkanian had let him out of his verbal agreement with the Rebels because of uh, the NCAA, of course, coming down hard on them. Um, And then Ed, being let out of his uh, verbal agreement, wound up at UCLA the day I got the job, the day I started at the Pasadena Star News. So my first story for that newspaper was Ed O'Bannon kind of coming home, staying home for for the the powerhouse in town. Um, We got to know each other really well, and uh, it was just a few months later where he tore his accruciate ligament, his ACL, Mm -hmm. and it was more damage than that. It was it was an incredible. Injury. It was so severe. It was, I think, nine days before fall camp opened. And uh, what they ended up doing was taking the Achilles tendon from a cadaver and transplanting that in his ACL. So, in effect, he was getting a new ACL. And uh, the good thing about that body tissue is that blood type didn't matter. It was it was just the strength of it and the match and you know yeah. sewing it upright and you better have a good good surgeon. A good surgeon and that's what I was leading to before we went on the air is the most incredible thing maybe that I've ever witnessed in my life is uh, in May 2013 working on the the um, UCLA 95 book it's called 11th Heaven that was their 11th title so that's kind of the the twist of the title. And it's, it's a look back. It came out on the 20th anniversary of them winning that crown. And it's really a look back at everybody who had a part in that title 20 years later and exactly how it happened, why it happened. I visited the surgeon in May 2013. This is 23 years, roughly, after that operation. Visited the surgeon in his office. We talked for a few hours. I went home. I trans- came back to Vegas, transcribed the tape. And I had to call the surgeon back, and I said, he told me he had a tape of the operation. It's almost six hours. And I said, Doc, hate to impose. You don't have to let me, but is there any chance I can come back down there and see you, and can I see the tape? Can I see the operation? He goes, heck yeah. But you'll have to come to my house because it's somewhere in the garage. I packed it away. So a few weeks later, I went to his Malibu home, and he dug out a VHS tape of his six-hour operation. And... There was only one TV in his whole house that had the VHS apparatus, and that was in his master bedroom. So it was funny because a couple hours later, his wife came home from grocery shopping, and I'm in the, their bedroom. I'm in the <laughs> yeah. bedroom with her husband watching a tape of arguably the masterpiece surgery of his life. And the most, 
the most amazing thing was sitting on the foot of his bed watching him watch his handiwork. And and it was he's proud of it too, it huh? was, and he should be. And he's look and and I hate blood. I yeah. can't stand blood. The first forty five minutes of the operation was suctioning blood out of his oh. knee, and I mean I was ready. I I hated you know to look. You could do it. I huh? couldn't not look. I yeah. mean it was the train wreck of all train wrecks. I thought I needed a bucket next to yeah. me because it was the grossest thing I've ever seen. And Ed had given me clearance. Ed. Ed would have said, hey, go ahead. You got my permission to watch it. And the, the surgeon was very nice to me also. He said, hey, you know, I don't have to go through any hoops and ladders as far as HIPAA releases yeah. and everything. But I did. I did get Ed to sign a release, and I showed it to the doctor. I wanted everybody to know that yeah, they right. knew what I was doing, what I was doing it for. Right. And, I mean, I took pictures of this. And, and for 45 minutes, he's suctioning in blood, and he's just like, man, the blood just wouldn't stop. He's never seen blood like that before out of an, out of an operation. And then he showed me all of the damage it was just beyond description and and i'm looking but i don't want to look and i'm hiding my eyes and it was the grossest thing uh, again i took pictures and uh we ended up not running pictures in the book uh for technicality reasons um but that was just amazing to see that operation 23 yeah. years after the fact. And it was that operation which enabled him to come back and be the fierce warrior in 94-95 that led them to the national title. And the story within the story of him, him being that indomitable lion was, was just ferocious. It was just, I never could have imagined, as a beat writer, you think you know what's going on. You think you got a good idea of what the players are thinking, what they think of each other, what they think of the coach, what they've just had for dinner last night, the fights one of them just might have had with another one. You don't know anything. There's no way. You know, being able to go back and get into detail of everything, I had no clue what was going on. No clue. It was... uh, What it takes. It was fantastic. More with Rob Mish, author of Sports Betting for Winners, in just a few moments. Time now for statistician, actuary, and expert in gaming odds and probabilities, the wizard of odds, Michael Shackleton. I know a lot of people that spend a lot of time going to every sports book to try to find one of those weird things where one has it for three points, the other has it for one, or they're going to get in the middle somehow and double up. Is it really worth the effort to do that kind of thing? Because it seems to me these um, odds makers are pretty good when you look at the end of the day. No, that's definitely a viable advantage play, and I know people who do that. And there's two ways of going about it. You can look for a soft line on a major game, like say everyone is shall we say the New York Giants plus three, and one place has them at plus three and a half, that half point off the three is super valuable. So without knowing anything about the New York Giants, I would take that half point um, while you can. And maybe you can can bet it the other way down the road, or, or maybe just stick with the bet. But just looking for any line that is off the going market. Another angle is you can emphasize the more obscure sports like, say, women's college basketball. And even though the limits on those bets are smaller, lots of times the Vegas sports books will just will throw out a bad line. And the action that the Internet sports books take are is is much more than they'll take here in Vegas. So they and they generally will release lines earlier. So if you see that, say, the, the the UNLV women's um, 
basketball team is at this line and offshore it's this and you can get a much better price here bet it and you don't need to know a darn thing about the UNLV women's basketball team just bet any soft line the wizard will be back again with more next week more with rob mish author of sports betting for winners in just a few moments you are listening to vegas never sleeps with steven Maggi, coast to coast on the biz talk radio network I'm John Katsalamidis of the Las Vegas Review-Journal on page 3A every day and online all the time. You're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. The Orleans Hotel and Casino. Over 1,800 rooms, 70 lanes of bowling, an 18-screen movie theater, 8,000-seat arena, fabulous dining, virtual reality, a giant race and sports book, and the biggest stars are in the Orleans showroom. The Orleans Hotel and Casino, where the action is hot and the parking is free. The Orleans Hotel and Casino, two blocks west of the Strip, and just minutes from the airport. Book online and save at orleanscasino.com. This is How You Vegas. Do you own a real business that makes real money? Not just an idea for a business, but a real revenue-generating business. Then we have what every business needs to run and grow. Cash. Call the Business Cash Advance Line, and in just five minutes, you could be well on your way to securing up to $1 million in funding for your business. Use the money however you want. Try new advertising, buy inventory, purchase equipment, or pay taxes and other bills. Call now to secure up to $1 million in less than a week. The process is quick and easy. Call the Business Cash Advance Line to speak with an account manager now. Representatives are standing by, so if you need to get up to $1 million in working capital to grow your business, don't wait. Call right now. 800-445-1099. 800-445-1099. Call now. 800-445-1099. That's 800-445-1099. 1099. When you go to Las Vegas, you have to know what you're going to go see, and there's no better place on the web to go than VitalVegas.com. You hear Scott Robin, our Vegas insider, every week. What are people going to find when they go to your site, Scott? Everything you need to know about Las Vegas from shows and restaurants and a lot of inside dirt that you won't hear anywhere else. And a lot of photos, too, and a lot of snark, right? <laughs> that is the case. <laughs> yes. You can't miss it. VitalVegas.com. And now, another film rental discovery. Pan's Labyrinth earned worldwide acclaim. Normally, we avoid such large films, but knowing that some avoid subtitles, we fear that many may have missed this extraordinary work. This is the story of 10-year-old Ophelia, establishing a new life with her mother and foster father set in a time of war and cruelty. Their new dad is the commandant of a base in the mountains of Spain. The resistance is active, and it is his job to put it down as ruthlessly as war demands. There is a lot of harshness in Ophelia's world, but there is also fantasy for escape or great adventure and promise. Which it is, is not quite clear. It seems that she may be the reincarnated princess of a magic realm. Through fantastical emissaries, she learns that she must undergo harrowing trials and outwit the grotesques who live below before she can assume her throne. No child's fairy tale, Pan's Labyrinth is a rich and complex story. 
What works so well is the escape from the horrible through fantasy. Bad things are happening and harsh trials must be endured. In the end, with a certain tear in our eye, we are left hoping that the mystical is real and that all will again be right with our world. Indie Film Minute. Not in theaters. Discovery through rental. I know what you're thinking. Why would I need a voiceover production company? Does your company need a commercial for radio or television? Are you looking to do an audiobook or web presentation? Then you need a voiceover production company. Black Eagle Sound Design is home to some of the finest voice actors, producers, and engineers in the business. Log on now to BESD.US and find out more. Black Eagle Sound Design will be there with you and your project every step of the way. On time, on target, and at a price you can afford. Visit us at BESD.US. Juice, Mom! Juice, juice, juice! Mommy, why are we going to the store? Mom, Mom I want Mommy. juice! Mom! Juice, 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 Mommy! Juice, 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 Mom! Juice, juice. Your child will have different needs at different stages of life, and that includes the car seat. That's right, the car seat. A car seat isn't one size fits all. You have to have the right seat based on your child's age, weight, and height. See, car crashes are a leading killer of children ages 1 to 13. But there's a website that gives you all the information you need. Safercar.gov slash the right seat. You'll find out about types of seats, when to have a seat rear-facing, when to switch it to forward-facing, when it's time for a booster seat, and when it's time for your child to ride in the back seat with a seatbelt. Protect your child's future at every stage of life. Go to safercar.gov slash the right seat. That's safercar.gov slash the right seat. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. You are listening to Rob Mish, the author of Sports Betting for Winners, a wonderful new book that uncovers the incredible history of betting on sports in Las Vegas. There was a South Park where they actually kind of made fun of the fact where the Cartman goes in to see the University of Colorado and goes, let me get this straight. These guys make all this money for you. You don't pay them anything. Well, that's slavery. At a cost to him that was prohibitive because he has been trying to get gigs as an assistant coach broadcasting gigs and and as soon as potential employers knew his involvement with this lawsuit wow even now backed away wow yeah because they didn't want to be associated with that but to go down the rabbit hole of of compensation it's it's really tricky and really complex yeah because now you're dealing with okay you're going to be a worker you're you're on the clock uh, then insurance has to come with that. Yeah. And there's a lot of issues as far as you're going to pay basketball and football players who bring in the lion's share of money, of revenue. But with Title Title 13, yeah. is it Title 19 Title or Title? Title 9, I'm yeah, sorry. No. I get the Roman numerals screwed up. <laughs> title 9, you're going to pay X to a hoopster, you got to pay X to a volleyball player. Right. You got to pay X to the female soccer yes, player. It's difficult. If one gets it, they all get it. But I thought, so, it, I thought it was great because he, he had the guts to go up against the NC2A, which is a bunch of pious right. people, phonies, who pick and choose who they like and who they don't. Right. I mean, this horror story. I talked to a couple of journalists that were from the University of North Carolina. And, you know, this stuff is going on. They know about it. But Dean Smith was there, so they looked the other way. Yep. It's, a, it's a phony group. And they're supposed to be out for the kids. 
I thought what O'Bannon did took a lot of guts. I it, really did. It did. And, and he knew he was laying the groundwork for future yeah. actions. You know, kind of like Kurt Flood. He's the guy getting right, out of it. Absolutely. But it's just, uh, yeah. Total perfect corollary. He's he laid the the groundwork for some other people to take the baton. Whether it happens in ten years, twenty years, twenty five years, I've always thought in my lifetime there's going to be something else other than the NCA governing. Yeah college sports i don't know in what manner i don't know if there has to be an umbrella organization just over basketball and football maybe that's how they get away from the title line i don't know how it's going to happen when it's going to happen all i know is ed had the guts to be the guy to be the 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 first one yeah and i felt like he kind of opened the door where you see criticism now the nc2a before nobody talked about it yeah, you know, they'd put out these these great edicts and they'd ruin people's careers, lives, reputations, and everybody just looked the other way. Right. Now with him, it's not a it's not a foregone conclusion. Right. You know, and, you can and, find and it's it. so much dirtier than you or I can fathom. Oh, it's yeah. it's the tentacles are so deep and dirty and scummy and grubby and greedy. I could go on and on, but let's talk about some fun stuff. Well, yeah, let's, <laughs> let's do that. Let's talk about a couple of things. First of all, I, I want to get your feel on the sports yeah. scene around here. But before we do, the book you're writing, so now you're writing one about sports games. Yeah. So kind of what brought this on, and uh, we're, we're going to get you on again when the show's yeah. out, and we'll talk about we that We could for do a hour, whole <laughs> hour on this. Uh, it's going to come out in two months. It's called Sports Betting for Winners. The publisher in New York, Kensington, they found me through a channel mm-hmm. of people uh, about exactly a year ago. And uh, we came to some terms. We came to a, a timeline. I had, I had four months to turn this around. I had September 1st to January 2nd. And I, I, a big part of me accepting this, I mean, money's always nice. Yeah. But a big reason I took this was four months from nothing to finished manuscript. In my mind, there's no way. Yeah. I've never done that. I think the quickest I had turned one around was 13 months with the previous three. It just it blew my mind that something like that could be done so fast, and 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 I, I it was a challenge for myself. Did you like the experience of that? Because that is totally loved it. different. Like, loved it, absolutely loved it. It 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 turned how I operate. It it turned it it turned my um, whole operation into such a leaner type of of deal. Um, I geez, it made I, you a better writer in a way, well, just because I, you get the, at least I, you know you can do this type of a really for sure, it. for sure. And I turned it in the morning of New Year's Day, January first. So one thing I always have done with every publisher: you give me a deadline, I'm going to beat it. It might be by an hour, it might be by a week, it might be by a month, but I'm going to beat any deadline you give me. So I knew with January second, I knew my my real deadline was was New Year's Eve at yeah. midnight. So, because I'm turning it in the very you know dawn the next day. Um, well, it's a different subject because usually you're taking these in-depth looks at these great people. Right. Now, this is going to be a little bit different. It is. It is. Um, they they wanted something to capitalize on the growing industry of sports betting in this country. Obviously, uh, eight six, a year and a half ago, so the Supreme Court struck down the mandate where uh, all of a sudden states can decide their own fate with sports betting, and so. It was obvious that this thing's going to get big and big and bigger and bigger. And so the publisher wanted to capitalize on this, and they wanted a book on sports betting. It was just that kind of generic you know, ask of me. And I said, well, I, I thought about it for a few days, and I said, well, well, listen, here's my idea. I know some people in town, and I think they could lead me to some other people in town. I mean the brightest, the smartest, the, the people who do this for a living and don't boast about it. Uh, Jay Cornegay on the other side of the yeah. counter at the Westgate. 
I've known him, fortunately, almost uh, as long as I've lived here, 17 years. So maybe he could let me behind the curtains and see how all that operates. Uh, And I explained it. Why don't I tell this story in uh, a variety of ways through the experts and professionals and veterans who have lived it and breathed it for decades uh, on both sides of the counter? Time now to chat with Matt Leos, former SOM at Delmonico's, and one of our experts on the Vegas good life. This segment is also available as a podcast on our website, VegasNeverSleeps.com. What about over at the Sahara? Now the Sahara was the oh, SLS. Yeah. They lost Cleo's, which was a great restaurant. I, know, really I loved that freaking restaurant. But they have Bizarre Meat, right? arguably the best steakhouse in the United States. Really? I should have mentioned Bizarre. I just remembered Bizarre when you mentioned SLS, or the Sahara, as yeah, it's they're called. They're going to keep that. Bizarre, well, Bizarre is the reason to go into that building. Um, yeah, Cleo going away is really, really sad. Have you been into the SLS, well, the Sahara since they just now remodeled it? I've just kind of it's glanced be- through it once. Lo- it, looks, it looks like a casino, which it didn't before. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I was just going to say. It looks more like a casino than ever. The the ceilings aren't open. It doesn't look like a warehouse inside anymore. Well, you've got history in this town. Have you ever seen a place where people just were so happy they named it the Sahara again? It was like a, <laughs> a, everybody was like, thank God. <laughs> I, I love that they renamed it Sahara. Well, the funny thing about that is that the uh, stenciling for the elevators, if you ride the elevators anywhere on property, the stenciling in the elevators is still the old Sahara from the 80s and 90s. Cool. Yeah. Thank you, Matt. Next week, you'll meet Bob Anderson, who most impressionists agree is the best singing impressionist of all time. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to follow us on all social media platforms, including Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Have a great weekend. This is Stephen Maggi reminding you, Vegas never sleeps. Vegas, here we go! The Orleans Hotel and Casino. Over 1,800 rooms, 70 lanes of bowling, an 18-screen movie theater, 8,000-seat arena, fabulous dining, virtual reality, a giant race and sports book, and the biggest stars are in the Orleans showroom. The Orleans Hotel and Casino, where the action is hot and the parking is free. The Orleans Hotel and Casino, two blocks west of the Strip, and just minutes from the airport. Book online and save at orleanscasino.com. This is How You Vegas.